0: Facebook. All right, welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Stonington Farm Beef. Grass fed, the grass fed difference. Hormone free, steroid free, antibiotic free, mRNA free, locally sourced beef from right here or right down in Perkinston, Mississippi. Uh, Dr. Stonington knows his stuff. Saw what was going on during COVID with all the uh, meat and supply chain issues and all this stuff, and decided it was time to get into the beef business. And that's what they've done down there. And look, man, I love it. I ate a, I ate a one of the chuck eyes last night for dinner. Just seasoned it up real quick, threw it on the grill, boom, boom, gone. So good. But look, man, you can enjoy the grass fed difference. Go to Stonington, uh, Stonington with two ends farm, just farm, not farms. Stonington Farm dot com, click on the link that says uh, our, our cuts, and you can see what all different cuts they have available and the price. And I'm telling y'all, do not sleep on the hamburger meat. It is so good. I mean, the steaks are obviously fabulous, but don't sleep on the hamburger meat. Be- meat. It is, uh, I think, the most affordable thing on there at five ninety nine a pound. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's right. And you will not regret it. They come up to the Jackson area uh, twice a month, I believe, uh, once a month maybe. Hmm. And they'll let you know when. You'll, you'll go to the website. You'll call Katie Steinington. You'll give her your order. Uh, you custom build it. You can get anything from one ribeye, if the juice is worth the squeeze, if that's what you want, all the way up to a whole cow uh, butchered and cut up the way you like it. And they have mini cow and half cow packages and stuff available, too. You can discuss all that with her. You know, I've been spending about $200 each time. I've got a freezer full of great meat. And uh, I'm, I'm using it enough to justify I continue to get more.
1: You know, I want to get a freezer so bad, but I, my house is built in 1920, right? Yeah. And there's just not. Any space? You don't for have it.
0: Like, room for one of the small ones. No,
1: I mean I could put it in my dining room. You know, I have one of those, you know, in those old houses, like an yeah. old dining room, and it's just, and that's all I've got. I have no other space in the house for, for a freezer. It's, it's that's one bad. Well, there's a lot of bad things about holding an old home, but yeah. that's one of the bad. There's just no storage space.
0: Yeah, I, that, that, that's true. We were looking at a house and trying to help somebody find a, a rental house, mm-hmm. and we were kind of looking at the one in Pearl the other day, and it's just a little older. It, it's got it's got room, but it, it, storage is something that older homes they don't have man small bathrooms yep and lack
1: of storage there's i mean dude there is no storage in my home like i mean it is it's, it's it's uh my ex used to be like wow you're like a hoarder i'm like i'm not a hoarder i just don't have any place to put stuff i have to put everything in the attic because it's just they back then they didn't keep as much stuff as we do normal stuff now well
0: yeah they didn't have a they, they, well they, they didn't have the internet to buy right. useless stuff they didn't
1: need. Yeah, they just had a few clothes and this is it. And they got you see my closets are like I mean super small like every every old house. I mean you can't yeah. really fit anything in them.
0: I mean they had they held on family heirlooms and pictures Mm -hmm. and stuff like that i mean you may have a couch or a clock or a table get passed down to two or three generations yeah you know because it was all built right
1: right right i mean that's yeah exactly that's true there are a lot of that kind of stuff i even have like a lot of my toothpaste stuff over in my kitchen because it's my bathroom so small it's hard to keep all that on the counter my
0: my master bath which is kind of a comical thing Mm -hmm. in the house my master bath it is in my master bedroom but it is a stand-up shower a little sink in the corner and it's got the old school medicine cabinet mirror. Oh, yeah. That's you know, what mine's got. Just yeah. so you can put actually put some stuff there. Mm-hmm. But the sink is tiny. There is no putting anything on the sink like a toothbrush holder or anything. Yeah, that's and mine. The, and the toilet is wedged in a corner of a wall. So <laughs> half of it butts up to the side of the stand-up shower, the other half to the wall. I'm just going to say tell you, I can't sit down and use that one. It's, yeah. It's that, it's that tight of a area. Right. And we'll just leave it at that. So- other than I do like the stand up showers, and I got the court, you know, the one with the hose. I've got right. that too because yeah, I got a small stand
1: up shower too, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: And so that's really nice being able to actually not having to duck down to mm-hmm. get the shampoo out of my hair. But because yeah, um, you're a tall guy, so yeah. it's got to be
1: a you know problem.
0: It is, and but I actually use the other uh, hallway bath. Is mm-hmm. a traditional kind of long. It it doesn't have double sinks, but it's a big enough counter it could. Thankfully, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have counter space and some cabinets. It's got a full-size – it's got a full bathtub in there if anybody wants to take a bath. And uh, so I keep all my – I get ready in that bathroom.
1: Yeah, that's what I do with my hallway bathroom. That one, though, just has a bath. There is no shower in my yeah. hallway but, you know for people to use. Like, guess the old days, there was just one with the my bedroom, the master bath, like you call it, has got a shower, but the one in the hallway is just a bath, man. People, back in the day, used to just take bath. I don't know that I've ever taken a bath in my life since I was a kid, <laughs> but people do, did that. Well, that it's, it,
0: it's 6'3", 260 pounds, and when I was bigger at like 320, frankly, the bathtubs and just a little... I outgrew bathtubs. Yeah, now, right. my last house in Crossgates had a big one, so for the first time in 20-something years, mm-hmm. I could actually lay down and take a bath, and I would throw some Epsom salt in there yeah, and just lay in relax. I'd, and, you know, when you're, when you're trying to avoid your significant other because y'all aren't getting along, <laughs> I would just take, like, a six-pack of beer and my iPad— to the bathtub, lock the door, and I would stay there till I ran out of beer or I ran out of hot water.
1: See, Clay, I would take a different shot. Every time that would happen to me, I would go to Martin's, with my pad, and sit at the bar with the other old guys drinking. Yeah. That was that was that was uh, that was my place to do that. Well,
0: well, I had my shop at the time, and I wouldn't get home to eleven, twelve o'clock at night from working, mm-hmm. and I would just go in there and Martin's is still open then, well, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could you could have gone. Well, I don't want to get across, from Crossgates to there. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's not as financially feasible as a six-pack from the store. <laughs> right, but, sure. But with all that said, I, um, I, I did get my fill on bass for the first time in a long time. But, man, it was nice. It, that that Epsom salt in, the, in a hot bath, it does work.
1: Oh, uh, I was kidding. I do that, too. I still have a bunch of that. That's when I was like, you know, if I – work out i you know, i'm really into crossfit and that kind of stuff like if i work out really hard one day and it's or if i'm really hungover it's good too yeah. by the way that's a really really good thing to do too For hungover audio? yeah oh yeah have you ever tried that
0: no but I'm oh a it is excellent <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah it'll it'll steam it out of you
0: so um you know i was gonna dovetail off of, off of that with something but i completely lost my train of thought when you said hungover I'm like, oh, well.
1: <laughs> speaking of hungover um i saw the i was just looking at the new york times on my ipad right here Taylor Swift and Morgan Wallen are the top of the billboard charts right now.
0: Yeah. I just thought,
1: your buddy Morgan, there you go.
0: Well, yeah, and he (laughs) is rescheduled. He announced yesterday that he is, in fact, going to reschedule the uh, canceled Oxford date. He should have a date here pretty soon. I think that's cool for the fans, like my daughter and them. They're they're pretty excited. But, of course, everybody's got to get back in the pool to try to buy tickets. And it's the same day of the Alabama
1: game, too, is what I hear. No, I'm kidding, people. Uh, It's not. (laughs) It's not.
0: (laughs) Well, we got to take priority. They, 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 <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to move that game to a to a uh, high school stadium or something.
1: Right? Yeah, that's right down the street, Oxford High. There you go. There's the game. Everybody exactly. goes to Morgan Wallen instead. Especially that lady with the post because her and her husband. I hope they got another four grand to spend this time. You know, when they, uh. they might want to spend what? What did they spend five thousand dollars at Rebel Rags?
0: Yeah, that is. And we wouldn't have done that if we hadn't have been there for the concert.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, what did you buy, a Colonel Reb? Sex robot or something? From, I mean, what? Did,
0: like, what was it? Oh, that opens up a train of thought. Um, all right, let's shift gears here. Good stuff there. Uh, so everybody, Morgan Waller, will be rescheduling. All right, dude. Um, I, let's. So I did a public speaking engagement. We've talked about it at nauseum. Yeah. Uh, the other day for the Rotary Club of Flowood. What did you talk about? I talked about kind of how I became. Th- this media personality, how I well, mm. how I started Save Jackson and parlayed down into a radio show. Cool, but I try to build the foundation of that, not just like look at me. It was like cause I wonder, I like for people to understand how this forty something year old white guy conservative started this page about Jackson. Like yeah. so, I try to build it, explain my history with the city. Well, it seems like you've always, I mean, and I know I didn't know you well before
1: or whatever, but it seems like you've always had kind of an entrepreneurial mindset. Through the years, I right? clubs to that. Right. You know, if you got that kind of mind, where I'm like an entrepreneur, it just never leaves you. I think.
0: Yeah, but when I started the Say Jackson stuff, I mean the, the, and once I saw the success, I was like, "Well, how do you monetize it?" Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, and it, you don't do it through clicks and views because Jackson-based content. But those, what those pages it, it don't work out like that. Sure. I mean, their mon- pages are monetized, but it may be a 200 dollars a month from views. I mean, it's mm-hmm. no, it's no career. Right. But you, but you do it through sponsorships and this and that and the other and you parlay it to a, a radio show a podcast and can you sell ads on the save pa- jackson page Facebook, i, I or how can that i mean i'll share my sponsors post on there occasionally mm-hmm. but I'm, i'll be the first to admit it's gotten so toxic yeah that i just don't do it too often mm-hmm. you, you know like man just everything you post especially like the instagram is just a complete crap show right uh and and i and i'm the number one reason for that but all that the said, Instagram's
1: worse than the Facebook page? Oh, my God. I, I mean, I follow Facebook, you on both. I just can't remember. Like, Facebook the Instagram
0: is a <laughs> Yeah, Instagram's just a bunch of... Anger, anger addicts.
1: I think even before you and I were friends, like, I think I posted something on your Save Jackson, I don't, and it was something reasonable, man. I got, I got attacked. Like, it was like, it felt like I was in Lord of the Flies, and the kids were coming after me, you know? I the, like, so, it was just like, whoa, guys, so man, I, it was a I joke. Have more,
0: I have more conservative backup there. Yeah. I am the minority on the Instagram. Oh, right? Instagram
1: is liberals. So, oh, yeah, Oh, okay, yeah. I need to get on that side.
0: Yeah. there. Yeah. lot of black Democrats. Mm-hmm. And, okay. uh, you know, it, it gets pretty harsh over there. And, 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 of course, you know, kind of your fondren barista crowd. They're on there too. Oh, yeah, the purple haired. Oh, okay, they cool. Hate me. cool. So they're I,
1: just they're 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 smack talking you on the Instagram. Oh, oh yeah, I need to read this. I have uh, not it, read it. It's okay.
0: entertaining. <laughs> I, about on Sundays when I'm laying in bed with nothing to do, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll crack open the comments. I try to avoid them any other time because it can be a rabbit hole. Yeah, a cesspool of sorts.
1: someone's just talking about you all the time. I bet you just gets addictive, right? You're like, oh my god, okay, what's this guy going to say next? Or he's going to say this. Or He's going to say that.
0: It's entertaining. <laughs> so so I, I, I went down this rabbit hole at the public speech about the closed Jackson businesses mm-hmm. so I mean oh, no, yeah. if people don't know anything else about me they 'll enjoy if they don't like me everybody enjoys a little nostalgia sure so we go down the rabbit hole to talk about closed businesses.
1: We had some great business in the city for like years that were just wonderful places to go
0: absolutely so i um I asked my Facebook page the other day, the Save Jackson page what are some of your favorite Closed businesses in the history of Jackson that are just no longer around. It ain't got to be just Jackson, the Tri-County area. You know, so so we don't feel like we're just punching Jackson Mm -hmm. here, which we'll do plenty of. But, I mean, would you say,
1: like, that's a good point. Like, 20 years ago, what establishments were in Brandon and Madison, though, right, that you went – Everybody kind of went to Jackson in those days. It 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 wasn't like, I'm hanging out over on the reservoir in 2000.
0: Yeah, they're called bedroom communities. Right. They were just really – With bedrooms and grocery stores and gas stations and a little fast food here and there. There was no – I don't want to say there's no Rankin County or Madison County old school traditions.
1: Right, sure. No, I'm not saying that either. But
0: but they're mainly in – those were in Jackson. Which is where your older businesses was. So mm-hmm. which is how it works.
1: Yeah, I mean, like twenty years ago, they were just building Dogwood, yeah. right? Like that was all new. And I mean, that was it wasn't like they had all these businesses out there that the way it looks now. Back in those days, it was kind of like remember the movie theater was there, which is closed now. And then after the movie theater was like wilderness for yeah. like ten I miles. Was,
0: I lived out there when they were building that out of the had a condo out on the reservoir there at the Causeway. I don't even have a name, but mm-hmm. right, nice con- little nice little spot out there. But I, I liked being out there because there was nothing over there.
1: Mm-mm. There's nothing. About My parents bought their condo at Bay Point back in 1999. And, man, there was nothing around there back I mean, then. A couple
0: of, I remember when uh, Soul Shine Pizza opened up over there. I was like, there's pizza over here now. Right, right. You know, so, I mean, it was really nothing out there. Old, uh, old Phantom was... Two lanes for the longest time.
1: That's right. That's right. It was. And
0: yeah. That was a nightmare. But Cowboy <clears throat>
1: Maloney was always there, though. I remember that in high school. Cowboy Maloney. I think it was there. Yeah, when I was Castlewood, I, I believe so. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean, Lakeland Drive got expanded a little, but right, but all your businesses were in Jackson. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go ahead and take our break. I hate to do a cliffhanger here, but I don't. We're at we're at our time limit. We're going to take the break. We're going to jump into my favorite closed Jackson area businesses here with Sean to get his feedback on some of them. Uh, y'all can text yours in, 769 241 1944 is the Guns and Gear text line. If you hear anything that rings your bell, 601 879 0002. We'll be right back. Come back into the Clay Edwards Show, live here in the com studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Mercy House Auto Center, right down there in Crystal Springs, Mississippi. Look, if you're out car shopping this weekend, if you are looking for a 10 to 15 thousand dollar vehicle, I'm telling y'all, they ain't they are hard to find. We rarely get them over there at Ellis Flex. It's just, you know, we we're going to trade occasionally, but it's, just, it's a hard uh, price point to satisfy because you know, you're spending 10,000 plus dollars, you know, you want a good dependable vehicle. Unfortunately, the way the market is and the way people are holding on to cars longer than nowadays, it's, a, it's just an extremely difficult market to satisfy. And this is what they specialize in down at Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. And they've got great mechanics on site. They go through these vehicles. They recon them great. And they have the ability to do this because, you know, a lot of their vehicles are donated through you folks with big hearts. Uh, and the fact they're a 501C3 and you can donate your vehicle to them for a tax write-off. So it gives them the ability to get these cars. They can reinvest the money into them and still turn a, have a profit point when they sell them and no very few other dealerships have this ability and i'm telling you as a customer take advantage of that uh, if that's your price point look i've sent them a couple of my customers that i just know that i'm not going to have a vehicle in that price point i'm like hey go see my friends down at mercy house teen challenge auto center in crystal springs uh, you could check out their website mercyhouseautocenter.com you can see their vehicles i mean i'm looking at it now on the facebook page they've got a great selection of good vehicles you know you're looking for a First car for a kid, you're looking at a, uh, you just want to get out from under a big note and, you, or you just don't want a big note, this is the perfect place to go. And as I mentioned a second ago, they're a 501c3, the bread and butter, what they do is they put fathers back in homes and they help defeat addiction at their Mercy House Teen Challenge down in Georgetown and uh, <clears throat> their, uh, their treatment center. So, Look, you're breaking bread with these folks. You're breaking bread with folks that reinvest into the community, but the best thing they can, and that is people. They're 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 helping people uh, get back to being productive citizens, and that is what we have to have to have a productive community. That's Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center uh, for all your vehicle purchasing needs. Like I can say you're, if you're looking in that ten to fifteen thousand range for a car, truck, or SUV, these are your folks. Tell them I sent you. And if you don't remember any of that, hit me up, and I'll give you their phone number. Like I said, I, I'm in the car business, and I ain't got no problem sending folks down there to these folks. They're going to take care of you, and that means a lot to me. We don't let just anybody come on the show. I'm not I'm not going to let – there's some there's some places I wouldn't let sponsor this show that have tried to, but I don't get a good I, – I, I don't feel good sending my folks to them because uh, if I'm going to be a representative, they got to be a company worth representing, and I'm co-signing on Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. All right. Get off my get off my milk crate there. <laughs> I just I get fired I, up about something. I stuff, think it's man.
1: a that's a great thing they're doing though. It really is. I mean, it's it, wonderful.
0: It, it, and I'm telling you, because they get the vehicles donated, they have the ability. If they they may have to, they may have to invest five grand into a car. Mm-hmm. And I don't know their business. I'm just saying in right. theory because we do this every day. They may have to invest five grand to get that car legitimately road worthy. Mm. Well, a regular dealership can't pay ten thousand dollars for a car that's only worth twelve, and then put five grand into it. And be able yeah, to sell it. Sure, the Greeks invented math, not me. It just don't make sense, right? right. You know, and yep. and they they may have that ability on some because mm-hmm. it was donated through through the charitable side, but then you can invest five grand into a ten thousand dollar car, and you got a chance to turn a profit. And the profit, and how to, I'm not saying they make five grand on cars. I'm just right, using the yeah. round numbers here. Um, then the profit goes to supporting the rehabilitation center that's great. So it, that's it, really it,
1: really great it's
0: a great deal and again that is a that's a very difficult price point to satisfy because people just don't realize that a ten thousand dollar car is what a five thousand dollar car was a few months a few years ago yeah and, oh yeah
1: from the right after cover with all the rise yeah. in used car prices mm-hmm. i tell you what this is where we need to be putting our money is in programs like this instead of building prisons you know, and this is coming from a guy I know. Who sounds kind of funny, ten years prosecuting and putting yeah. people in prison for ten years, but that's where we need to put our money in is is in these real rehabilitation programs, doing for, what we can for nonviolent crimes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I'm not talking now. Yeah. You you go out and kill someone, and it was always my policy, sure. is and that was kind of what I was in charge of in the latter years was robbery, homicide, and uh, I mean, you go out and kill someone, man, that's it. You know, sorry, yeah. I can't help you hey, at yeah, that hey, point. Hey, but I, but I if mean, you're other crimes, then yeah, I think we.
0: Make them where they have to stay there, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff, but put some real funding behind it. Yeah. I, I, I agree 100%. All right, let's have some fun here. Okay. And that's a great topic. I'd love to get on that one day, but we're going to avoid these rabbit holes. Um, Lost Sheep just texted in on the Gunsinger text line and stole some of my thunder. Mm-hmm. He says uh, his favorite closed businesses, Bonanza, Putt-Putt Golf, Diamond Gems, Rapids on the Reservoir, and Waterland. I, I had all those on my list, but Bonanza. So remember, I don't
1: remember where Bonanza was. Bonanza
0: was right on Highway 80, uh, okay. th- the Jackson part of 80. Yeah. If you're going west, I'm sorry, if you're going east on 80 uh-huh. from Lynch, between Lynch and Ellis, okay. it would have been on the left. Was it a restaurant? A by West and Sizzler, yeah. Yeah, okay, I know where West
1: and Sizzler is, yeah, of course, right? right there, basically, right. in that
0: same little stretch, um, right mm-hmm. before you get up to the red light at Ellis. Yeah, because what's the there's the
1: barbecue place I still go. I to sunny. Sunny's over there still. Yeah, I
0: think it's still open.
1: Yeah, when I went like three years ago. I mean, yeah. it was you know as recently yeah. as that.
0: Unless so. it's closed, no, maybe no, they, not they did three just years open ago. one in Clinton too, so they may have closed that one.
1: When you get older, time like you say three years, but I really mean ten.
0: Yeah, you know that's what I've
1: noticed. Like the older oh, I get,
0: I saw a meme the other day that said. Uh, what a 15-year-old Silverado looks like, yeah. What in my mind what it looks like. I, exactly. That and is the, so true. The 15-year-old is that 07 body style, but in my mind it's that OBS body style from the mid-'90s. Yeah, right, you know? right. I'm like, man, that hits that hits so true.
1: Mm-hmm. It does. It but, does. Uh,
0: all right, man, so some of my favorite businesses, I'm just going to kind of read off my script here so y'all bear with me if I sound a little programmed. I said uh, the Metro Center. Just the whole thing, man, just the memory. Not that I would go to it now because the area's going to hell around it, but if the area Have hasn't you been gone, in it now? I would love to go into it as it sits there abandoned just because I love abandonment porn uh, well you know I went in um
1: I bought my house in bellhaven in 2016 and you've got to go into the uh, water department right yeah. it's over there well I didn't know where it was exactly so I like parked on the other side of the mall and then I had to walk the entire mall well it's like a it's like a post apocalyptic wasteland in there yes. I felt like I was gonna get attacked by some gang like you know like a back to the future 2, and it's like biffs grandson comes in there with the hoverboards that. that's what i felt like when you i was like okay i should have brought a gun in here like, we need to so. go
0: find that white club owner over there in the metro that was upset about that, the garbage and let him right. give, give us a tour yeah i want to see because
1: it was in that like do you ever used to go to the old hunt club right there oh yeah yeah that was open for that was open even in the later years i think i don't yeah. know if it's, it's probably not open now but you talking about
0: the over the ramada the yeah the ramada yeah the hunt well, you club know it all burned down did it yeah, okay i didn't know wait well, it's okay. still it the shamble the shell of it's still there mm-hmm. but uh it's burned down but look all right so we said metro center i think everybody had a good time at metro center diamond Gems, camelot circus circus i never
1: went to any i didn't know i don't know diamond Gems or Camelot. i've heard of diamond Gems was the arcade okay
0: so in the food court there that's the first mm-hmm. time we ever had kefers was at the food court there in the metro center yeah they okay. had crystals in the food court mm-hmm. um they had some really good stuff there um of course, you had Bebop on the outside. That I remember. El and Chico's. Chico's. where I
1: drank underage freely. It was oh, great. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Man,
0: El Chico's, the best fajitas ever, at least <laughs> in my memory. They were, because they had sauteed. They're good. It was like good thick cut. It was kind of mm. like, more like Chili's fajitas. Yeah. You know, it's not yeah. that It's not that flank steak. I just remember being able to, like,
1: I was just so happy that like, I was 16 and you know going over there and they'd give us margaritas and beer and i'm like i can't mm-hmm. believe they're just serving us it was so it was so nice
0: you know the people i was with not me i would never do this but like the people i'd with particularly girls they would steal those big fishbowl the goblet glasses and yeah put them in their purse and take them yeah right. they kept in up at my house i don't know yeah. but <laughs> weird but yeah el chico's man the best salsa there's one still open in monroe i'm seriously thinking about a day trip to monroe it's <laughs> a really good but idea the only thing that scares me about it is if if I remember it being better than it was because it was the first Mexican restaurant I loved. Right,
1: cuz we were just so young, you know, yeah. you just don't, yeah.
0: And my taste buds hadn't really developed. Yeah. I, I didn't even, yeah. eat on, I didn't even eat the onions on my fajitas at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's was like, "No, just give me the meat and some some sauce and some cheese."
1: Right, and I, and it's like the best tasting margarita in my head, but now I've had so many different kinds from so many like different tequila <laughs> shells right. and liquors. And, and now I like so it probably w- isn't, but if I had it again, I'd be like, "Oh, this kind of sucks." I know and it's
0: and... like meeting your favorite celebrity and they're and they're and they're really rude. I don't want to go <laughs> over there. And it not be as good as I remember, and it ruined my entire childhood. Yeah, right. I think I'd rather right. just, just keep pretending that it, El Chico's was the best ever.
1: Bask <laughs> yeah. in the memories forever exactly. to stay it that way.
0: Uh, camping out there at Bebop for concert tickets. Yeah, that I told, was fun. I told this story at the, uh, at the Rotary Club. I said, I may be the only person ever to camp out for Metallica and New Kids on the Block tickets. Have
1: you seen Metallica live? Oh, yeah. That's been my bucket listing forever. I was such a huge Metallica fan in the 90s, and okay. I never got a chance to do it. I've never, still never have.
0: Okay, so Metallica's playing on my birthday in Dallas at Texas Stadium, or Cowboy Stadium. Mm-hmm. Pantera is the opener. Really? Yeah. you about,
1: like, in present day, or this was back? In no, the... present day. They're oh, just okay. coming
0: up this summer, and they're playing oh. in the round. Wow. You know, in the stadium. I saw a picture of the new production. It looks phenomenal. And, uh, no. and... Then I think they they're playing like the next night same place. They're doing two nights back yeah. to back. I think a Five Finger Death Punch opens one night, Pantera the other. Oh, it's man, some, that's incredible. It's called the no repeat weekends deal mm-hmm. or no repeat shows. They don't play any of the same songs on on either night. Mm-hmm. So you you may not hear your favorite song. You may depending on what night you go. Right. And the opening band is different each night. So it's really cool. What that they're is doing. pretty neat. And yeah, Pantera in Dallas. That's yeah, where they're from. That's right, right. You know, I mean, well I know that I know the, the Abbott brothers are dead but I used
1: to love them in the nineties too. I, was, I did too. You know.
0: So here's my dilemma. I got I can go to see Pantera and Metallica mm-hmm. in Dallas. My girlfriend's cool with either one. Yeah. Or we can go see Eric Church at the wharf in on the beach And was that Destin or Orange Beach.
1: Okay, I don't know who Eric Church is, so I'm gonna go with Metallica. Eric,
0: yeah, Eric Church is really good too. Both would be fun. Uh, and you kind of you can kind of get a beach weekend out of the other one, but they're both on my birthday. It's like I'm just gonna flip a coin. I know the Metallica show ended up costing way more money. Oh,
1: I'm sure, right? You, you know,
0: know. And, and it's in a stadium. You, if you ain't in the first twenty rows around the stage, you, you don't have a good seat.
1: I went to the. Where is the uh, where the Atlanta Falcons play? Was that called the Georgia Dome? Or Georgia right, Dome. Is that right? Anyway, or
0: whatever. It's Mercedes Stadium. Mercedes right.
1: Benz. That's when it yeah. was. It was like a year ago. and saw the Rolling Stones, and it was you know you could hear, but if you're in the back of a stadium like that, yeah. it's
0: not you know you're I just mean, you're just there for the party.
1: Yeah, right. It was just well, I kind of you know we we kind of went just to say like, hey, I saw the Rolling Stones sure. live. This is something really cool to do before they die. And, that's
0: exactly what I would like to do too. And I mm-hmm. mean the Metallica thing. I think I really want good say I can get them, but you got to pay for them. I don't know if mm-hmm. I want to spend fifteen hundred dollars a ticket. I yeah. know, actually, I don't want. To. I'm not going to. That's not
1: even an option. i do like these people. I know we joke about the Morgan Wallen people, four hundred bucks. But I went and saw Jackson Brown, who's one of my favorite artists, and James Taylor. They mm-hmm. were together on his tour, and it was like four hundred bucks each. You and know, I,
0: that's when Robert Plant came. I got due to Drake that on bebop, and he ran mm-hmm. Ticketmaster at the time. He hooked me up. I was able to buy i didn't get anything for free i was able to buy the front row tickets for robert plant
1: oh man that's cool led zeppelin well, all time that's my all-time favorite man, band they so were 200
0: and something dollars a piece for robert plant okay you know i mean it was just high yeah that's worth it 10 years ago
1: yeah yeah so, i would have i would have uh jumped into that pretty and you see that aerosmith is touring this year here i did i did I just and,
0: uh, saw, with black crows as a farewell that, tour
1: and, uh, man, I, I don't know about you, the 90s, but I loved blood, the Black Crows. Sure. I thought they were incredible.
0: Well, I think, and I always
1: wonder what happened to them. You know, I, really... I
0: think well, black Aerosmith took them out on their first national tour, and they got kicked off. I, I think it's Aerosmith that did that, because I was trying mm-hmm. to think about that story the other day. Yeah. So I think it's cool that... They're going back out for this farewell tour because I think there was a lot, always a lot of similarities between both of those bands and the Rolling Stones.
1: Very similar, right? Black Crows kind of was always trying to play that they were a 1960s era band or yeah. 70s era band, right? A- like a- they were trying to do that. And Aerosmith in the 90s. was, yeah, Aerosmith you know, was and, right, sure. You
0: know, 70s, you know, 80s in particular, mm-hmm. and uh, just that Chris Robinson kind of got that vibe, very yeah. free. You know, gypsy kind of, mm-hmm. kind of thing, hippie kind of, and like him, steven Tyler, and Mick Jagger, all kind of from that. They're real lead singers. They're real front men.
1: Sure. I mean, it was like the Black Crows. Like they were almost like born too late, right, for yeah. the era they came up in the '90s. It was kind of we were in that grunge, Man, those grunge years, and those guys. And, and they, like, they were they were
0: they were kind of at the end of hair bands. Yeah, the beginning of the grunge, mm-hmm. but they made it work.
1: They did. And then they were. I mean, like I said, that's why I still remember them. I love their music back in those days, yeah. and I've always wanted to see them live. So yeah. they're going to be in Atlanta, or Aerosmith's going to be in Atlanta. I'm thinking about doing
0: that yeah, i saw somebody did a screenshot of some StubHub tickets for the show in Tampa or somewhere in mm. front row seats for sixteen thousand dollars <laughs> on the aftermarket <laughs> maybe let's, i'm not going let's actually. take a break <laughs> let's take a break real quick come back pick up our favorite clothes businesses and you guys have been texting the guns of gear text line we'll get to those two right back here on 1039 wyab breaking rules when necessary welcome back into the clay edwards show real quick uh, if you guys are in the market for a new gun or some ammo, get over to Guns and Gear. Man, I went over there yesterday. I picked up my pistol, and I I, I ain't told nobody this yet, but I may or may not have gotten a new tactical 12-gauge shotgun. We'll find out. <laughs> okay. We'll find out. Uh, look, man, they've got— You going
1: to Ukraine? or man, I mean, what are you playing here? Right? If, I,
0: if I'm going, I, I'm going for, for Zelensky. You're going for the i yeah. Not oh, fighting for him. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going in as a Russian agent. Oh my god, uh, this is just, rooting for Putin.
1: Ronald Reagan would roll over in his grave. Clay, come on. <laughs> that's, I mean,
0: that's the USSR you're talking about. I'm talking about Mother Russia.
1: They're still the Soviets. They like they're just you know called Russia now. They're still. I still call them the Soviets. I'm going to call them the Soviets forever. Well, either the way, Soviets.
0: Either way, I, uh, my um, my my new Magpul, twelve gauge tactical. No, I'm sorry. Actually, I got the – yeah, yeah I got, it's the Remington 870 12-gauge tactical magpul. And, uh, man, you can get one of these things for $579. I mean, who don't need a good home defense system like a pump shotgun? And let's see what some of their other great deals right now. They've got uh, – man, they got this new Diamondback DB10 308. It looks it looks kind of like it's a tactical style. Mm-hmm. And, shoot, man, it's only 989 which I know that's a lot of money, but – as far as return on investment goes, yeah. here's something really cool they got a bond arms roughneck 357 38 cow it's one of those dirty hairy looking snub nose yeah i guess not a dirty hair is long, but it you know, just one of them very aggressive looking snub nose mm-hmm. pistols it's only 349.
1: i mean can you you know it's kind of like i hate to say this but can you really go do you ever does anybody ever feel bad when they buy a gun it's no. kind of the way i feel about books like when i buy books i don't ever feel like oh man i wasted my money on a book like my mm-hmm. dad used to always tell me, like you never can waste money on bo- having too many books, right? Yeah. So I'm sure gun people are like, man, I can I can never have too many guns. So yeah, that's, and, what and like, and that's what you just like, that's what
0: you like. Just like you can read a book multiple times, you yeah. can shoot a gun multiple times, right? right? I like
1: yeah. books, you know, so I buy a lot of books. Yeah. If you like guns, you buy a lot of guns, sure. Get
0: it. And uh, so look, get out there, check them out. Hey, don't forget, they buy guns too, man. You don't feel like going to a seedy pawn shop somewhere? Not calling them all seedy, but there are some seedy ones, uh, and they're definitely in seedy areas for the most part, with the exception of a uh, USA pawn there in Pearl. But uh, anyway, I digress. If you don't feel like dealing with a pawn shop, uh, they will buy your gun. You can get some and good stuff at pawn shops, though, right? You absolutely can. I love pawn shopping. I love pawn Me too. Me too. Why I go to the antique flea market, with, I go for nothing and I leave with stuff. The
1: one on Flowood Drive? Yeah. Right there. Yeah. They yeah.
0: got a bunch of cool stuff there. Um, But look, they buy guns. Get out there and see them. And uh, they accept guns as trade-ins, too. So, I mean, every, it looks like a car. It's like time for an upgrade every now and then. Get out there and see what they got. It's the home of no-limit Ammo, and they're constantly having big ammo specials. So that's Guns and Gear. Shop them online. Guns and Gear MS, located on Highway 51 North, right there in Gluckstadt at Yandale Road. All right, Sean. Yep uh back to closed area businesses we kind of went down a concert rabbit hole because gosh knows i can do that
1: oh i know it who can't man oh. i mean it's just it's fun
0: well you know well speaking of concerts one of my favorite i put it down as a business but one of my favorite events that's no longer a thing a uh, jubilee jam
1: that was my favorite jackson event too i'm not a parade the the st paddy's day parade guy i'm just not yeah. into that i, I mean, out I, of that yeah i just it's not my i mean it's cool but i'm just not my thing the jubilee jam was my thing too i sure. love that yeah. it was a
0: multi-day thing mm-hmm. you get down there you it's see always live so music. hot though you know and the <laughs> Netflix. the difference in a parade versus a concert is like there's something to get your attention yeah like the floats going by just not really my thing for me that's kind of a lot of effort too because you got to take your time rotating and walking and yeah all this other stuff I, i'm out um but a concert that is my that that's my happy place
1: it was so hot in those days remember how like oh, when they had it was it, it was always like, in june yeah man it was so hot
0: god uh, so I miss Jubilee Jam, the Miller Lite Crawfish Bowl, and then you could just go into all these other concerts that no longer come to the Coliseum. Now we mm-hmm. finally the amphitheater starting to pick up a bunch of that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't know. So uh,
1: the Miller Lite Crawfish Bowl did that. That was only a couple years, though, right? Yeah, I think they did it two or three years. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Oh six, oh seven ish, like that, right, in that area. And they had those, you know, those I always call those bands in the late aughts, like these really annoying, like we think we're like Creed on steroids, kind of. They're just so like I can't even remember their names. They were just so terrible.
0: A lot of yeah, it like hinder
1: rock. and you know that's who i'm thinking of they got it like butt rock it was terrible god it was horrible they just need to trash an entire decade of music and just throw it down the toilet
0: yeah and i often wonder what like it's kind of like new metal type yeah, stuff right post grunge oh man. man like it was will, will there be a yearning for for those bands to start getting back together and doing retro tours and i just don't, I don't to me and i liked a lot of that stuff at the time because i liked heavy stuff mm. i just don't feel like that has a shelf life that people are going to want to. I agree, hundred percent. It doesn't. I don't think there's going to be a nostalgia factor for that in uh in ten years or so.
1: I mean, I think that the best music of our, in, of course, is my opinion is made in the nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies, and the nineteen nineties. I think that is like the epitome of, of music in the last latter half of the twentieth century, you know, up into this point.
0: Man, I, I gotta say it's the eighties and nineties. Okay, you like I the eighties guy? I a, yeah, I was a huge hair metal guy, hard rock metal. Mm-hmm. That was the birth of M T V and you got Van Halen and all the yeah. Metallica and poison and Motley Crue and the, those guys were just larger than life figures at the time. You so for like
1: 1960 to 1995, we had all this really great music, and then after 1995, it's just a bunch of crap. Yeah, it's been rough. <laughs> I mean, it's I, mean a bunch I don't want to say nothing
0: good. Yeah, I mean,
1: there's a couple. Like Gary Clark Jr. Have you ever listened to him? I yeah. really like Gary Clark Jr. That's like uh, the only thing in the last 30 years I've listened to that I'm like, okay, I can get into this guy. I love Cody Jinks. Okay, I've not heard uh, that. You Maybe know, it's no like
0: l- I kind of like alt country mm-hmm. type stuff. I'm really getting into a lot of that because these guys write their own music. Okay, cool. And it's just you could tell it's it's real, it's authentic, especially coming out of this era of bro country and just yeah, pop music. Bro and, country, I like that. Like Florida Georgia Line stuff. Oh uh, like yeah, that. you're right. Luke Bryan, I mean, just pop. And then pop music, it's just also manufactured. It takes mm-hmm. 37 people to write a song. Yeah, I, bro, right. just, I ain't into it. You know, techno stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. I, man, I just want a guy a, a guy with a guitar. It can just be. It can have a band. I don't care. I just need it to be real and authentic. Mm-hmm. I think that's why somebody like Chris Stapleton resonates so well with people. That dude is authentic. You may not like his politics, whatever, neither here nor there, but his music is fabulous, and it's real. Yeah, and that's what I think you, you know, discussed this for. I
1: don't care what anybody, If so, if I like somebody's, because they're a good entertainer or they're a good athlete, I don't care what their politics are. Yep. Like, I mean, I, I don't care. Like, can you play? You a good quarterback? Can you play for the Dolphins? Are we gonna win the Super Bowl? I'm in. Yep. I don't care. So that's just the way I've always been. But
0: all right, let's run down some more of these businesses, yep. man. Uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. We will go ahead and just jump to uh, the Guns and Gear text line. I will say this real quick. I've been trying to post a picture of a closed restaurant the last couple of days on the Save Jackson Facebook and Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, and tell a story along with it because I got a t- treasure trove of old photos. Um Two days ago, I posted the Hill restaurant from Valley Street. Yesterday, I posted some old photos of Scotty's that used to be on South Jackson and Terry Road. If you want to see those, go check out my Save Jackson, the Save JXN Facebook or Instagram page. And I'm going to try to post something every day until I run out of uh, stuff to post, and I shouldn't do that. But uh, somebody on Guns and Gear text line says, Surplus City on Highway 80 used Uh to be the place for guns and hunting supplies. They were. That's why I
1: bought my only one and only weapon that I own. which is a Glock 19, and huh. I bought it from Surplus City. And I used to always go shoot it over there when I started at the DA's office. That's where everybody nice. said, "Go buy a gun and go to Surplus Surplus City." And that's where I went.
0: Yep. Dustin says, "Don't go to the wharf. You'll sweat your brains out. It's surrounded by tall trees and zero wind. I almost died there last year. Yeah, but it's gonna be hot anywhere. I mean, it won't be hot inside the uh, stadium in Dallas. Uh, yeah, because no. you know it's air, it's climate control. But it's summertime. Somebody says Sonny's is not on how 80 ate anymore." It was torn down, and that's a cookout restaurant there now. I knew the cookout was there, I didn't realize that it was on the location where Sonny's was. So good, good information mm. there. Reagan can says Ryan's, before they cut down on the variety of foods was the place to eat. Oh, bro, I got to disagree with you, man. If you Ryan's, think Rhines, those, those I've buffet never been places, to a Ryan's. If you think any of those buffet places are good, you just mm. you let me take you to Mama Hamill's.
1: Mama Hamel's is good. I'm not. I'm not a big Southern food cooking fan, Mm -hmm. but I like a. You know what? Have you ever been? Do you ever go to Ichiban? Yeah. I will go there. I could eat there every day. Yeah. Like that that kind of buffet I'm into, the Asian
0: buffet thing, sure. so. And, you know, there's less and less of those now. They've been replaced by juicy seafood. Yeah, right, and, and, right. And, and crab shack, crusty crabs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old good old
1: Chinese buffet that's just disgusting yeah, all, and, all the Asians you know, everybody wants that.
0: The Asian restaurateurs have gotten into these the this ur- ur- urban crab flag. Yeah,
1: it's right. Or like, or it's Korean barbecue. Like, there's a bunch of those places now, too. There's a
0: lot of ghetto crab leg places around here now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see here. On the Guns and Gear text line, Bennigan's and Grady's. Bennigan's. The original surplus city got another vote, and I did not have that on my list at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wade says Sonny's is closed on 80. Lost Sheep uh, said next to the Crack Hotel, Sonny's there is now Cookout. Okay, cool. Um, Some of the other places, man, the elite Scotty's, Dennery's, The Hill, Uh, man, one of my first jobs ever was at the Hill Mm -hmm. uh, washing dishes. I decided I wanted to go to the fair one night and, told him I wanted to take off, and he said, "We well, just don't worry about coming back. <laughs> it was one of my dad's friends. I think he was trying to toughen me up, and I was like, all right, cool. I didn't want to do this anyway. Yeah,
1: you're not know, yeah. that's the way you are when you're that age. I, I did the same thing.
0: I'm trying not to give these uh, young kids that don't want to wash dishes too much hell. Yeah. Clay didn't want to wash dishes either. Nobody
1: said the Cherokee on State Street. Come on, people. That was the greatest Jackson establishment maybe ever. It,
0: it, it was, man. I'll tell you what, some more lesser-remembered places, uh, Gridley's Barbecue. I don't remember that. It was over there, uh, kind of where, by where the Cherokee moved to mm-hmm. at the time. Luther's Barbecue. It was next door to Bebop in the Metro. Okay, right there on the Metro Ring. Yeah, right that yeah. building's still there, some kind of tax place or something now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were. We ended up owning that grill, the big smoker. Oh, really? Huge rotisserie smoker. We ended up with that. Of course, uh, Widow Watson's there at the Metro Center. Um, fun time skate land in South Jackson. Of course, kissed my first girl over there uh her name was Nikki. that's all i remember that's all you remember (laughs) under under a booth i couldn't have been 11 12 years old she was older than me she
1: Uh uh-oh she took advantage of you she did oh me
0: funny how that goes yeah um old time it's a lifelong thing right (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah let's see here old time deli zoo blues uh, the Cherokee The OG Cherokee it's really, I got it here
1: I mean And you talking about The OG I don't mean the one Next to Kroger Like the OG The OG Cherokee. The yeah. one
0: The one in the building I don't know how It's still there
1: uh, It's actually I drive by that All the time still And uh, it's like a, it's Some other kind of restaurant I keep meaning to just Go in there yeah, But it's a Yeah it's Memory's a, sake Right They painted it blue It's like blue now And And it, uh, I mean, it does, it it looks a little, the neighborhood looks a little bit more scary, though. And it wasn't really good even in the 90s. You know, when you you just were just so drunk when you walked out of that place and you didn't really care. You're like, ah, let's get to my car.
0: Let's take a break real quick. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edward Show. We got about a minute left here on a Friday. I want to thank you guys for uh, not getting too mad at me for steering the ship off politics for a day and uh, off culture war stuff for a day. It's nice just to go down memory lane and. Have a reasonable conversation every now and then. I want to thank Sean, your caron for coming in with me. Um I'm just gonna tell y'all real quick the podcast will be available here shortly. Search Clay Edwards Show wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you're following me on social media. Just go search at Save JXN. You can always find all of my links and shirts and podcasts and more at Clay Edwards Show. Jim Thorne's up next. Sean, thank you for coming in twice this week. You're welcome, man. I love being here, man. It's a lot of fun. We'll get back to the Culture War stuff Wednesday. I'll be back here Monday. See y'all then. Stay safe. Stay blessed. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.